Hi, and welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. So how have you been? I have been okay. Um, A bit just hectic, but okay. (laughs) How about you? Well, it's good that you're okay. (laughs) Things have been, I mean, pretty busy. I have five more days left. And then I'm done with class. So there's that That's to look exciting. forward to. It is exciting. I'm stoked. <laughs> oh, and there's my son screaming in the backyard, in the background. <laughs> I can hear him on my headset. <laughs> yeah. I put my, uh, my kids in my bedroom right now think okay here's your tablet you go because it's at the other end of the house you go in there we're gonna shut the door because even when i say you know don't be so loud try and be quiet it's screaming and stuff in the living room so i'm like i can hear you so let's just move you to the end of the house it's a small house anyway so Uh, he's been watching um toy story all morning which he calls spaceman Spaceman. So he's been asking for a spaceman. And we play Toy Story 1. And then he's like, Spaceman again. So I play the second one. I say, Spaceman again. Oh, I can hear that one. Yeah. (laughs) He's super excited about it. Have you uh, read anything good lately? Did you watch any movies? Um, I did not. I finally set up my new um, surge protector in here. So my computer printer and then now I was able to hook up my TV and my um, Blu-ray player and everything to it as well. So now everything is finally set up. Because <laughs> for a while like only like one or two things have been set up. Wow. I finally have everything ready and rearing to go in here. Nice. So there's that. Yeah. Nathan's been super into watching. Um, well, we got HBO Max so we could watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League. So rather <laughs> than getting rid of it right away, it's like, oh, there's shows in here I want to watch. So, of course, Mortal Kombat just came out. That was, you know, I I like the original, the classic for how cheesy it was but then you get this one that's more like the games where you're getting like super gory and violent um so that was interesting there was no johnny cage yet it was this other character so they they kind of end it leading to this character is gonna go find johnny cage for the next mortal Kombat or whatever i don't know what that's all about but i i don't know <laughs> So then he's been watching um, the show Titans on there, which is this darker, gritty version of what would be Teen Titans Go, which I don't know if you've ever seen that show on the Cartoon Network. I've like heard of it and I've seen the clips, but... It's hilarious. It's awesome. But then you get this version where it's like, no, no, that's, you know, dark and, and violent and... Which he really likes. I'm not so much into the drama of it all, but that's just me. Uh, I've been having uh, weirdos show up to my work. Oh. And I mean that it's it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> she says sarcastically. Yeah. Oh, I just did the Uber thing again. I heard it. I heard it that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn it it won't stop yeah like one yesterday and it, it's funny because my my uh co-worker he was like when i was talking to him about it he's like the guy's here he's like they don't even try to get to know you i was like no they just asked me a couple questions i was like so oh my gosh <laughs> this is good it's like ask me if i'm from here and then how long i've lived here and if i was divorced and then like was like so are you on facebook i'm like yeah 
And he's like, so if I, uh, if I add you on there, you, you going to accept it? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> he's like, yeah. I mean, he asked me what my name was, so I told him. But the funny thing is, it's like, my first and my middle name are spelled very weirdly. <laughs> I did not tell him how to spell it. Yeah, so he's going to be looking for the normal spelling, and meanwhile, your mom went a Yep. whole different direction with your name. Correct. <laughs> first and middle name. Because it's how my, like my, my page is set up. It's just as my first and middle name. And both are spelled differently. So I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to tell him. And my coworker's just like, he's like, yeah, um, with the, with any luck, though, he'll probably still end up finding you. I'm like, probably. Well, do you wear a name tag? Yes, but I did not have one on last night. Huh. See, you should wear a name tag with it spelled with the P. <laughs> Like with a PH? yeah, just change it so it's spelled normal. And then if anybody goes to look for you, they won't see the, the F. They'll just, you know, True. you just confuse people. <laughs> Yeah, it's just some people, I mean, they just, they, they just start talking to it and then they're like, so, I'm like, dude, I, I just started talking. No. I don't miss those days of seeing people all the time. Honestly. It's not fun. <laughs> It's the, the joys of working from home where you don't see other people unless they're on a computer. And that's what I'm, I'm trying to find, <laughs> but it's been difficult trying to find an at-home position. yeah, there are uh, not that many of those these days. Right? It's like the companies may have moved online because of all the COVID stuff and then All the employees stayed with because there's like no other options. yeah and then eventually they'll be back in in the office if not already oh there's a new book coming out that i'm super excited about it comes out on april 27th which is going to be after this <laughs> podcast is or before this podcast is posted um it's called today tomorrow and always by tessa bailey it's the third book in the phenomenal fate series which I think it's going to be the last one. And I usually am not super into these like paranormal romance, but it's vampires. And, but it's really awesome. Um, the And I got hooked on the first one, which is called Reborn Yesterday. And a while went by and I'm like, I, it feels like there should be more to this. I want more. And I did find out she did another one called This Time Tomorrow. So this last one that comes out Tuesday. I'm psyched. I already pre-ordered. But the covers, I'll have to show you. The cover is beautiful. Oh, wow. And then um, I'll just show you the Reborn Yesterday one. They're so pretty! Wow, they really are. And I <laughs> I have Sorry, the everybody. He's a little excited today. yeah I have the uh, the Kindle version. obviously, but these are one of those books where the covers are so pretty, I would buy the paperback just to Right. display <laughs> them because <laughs> they're so pretty. <laughs> and uh, this time tomorrow one, I'll show you that one real quick too. Oh, wow. I really like that one. I love that the women are wearing these beautiful Like gowns. dresses, these gowns, and then the guys are just wearing whatever. Whatever's <laughs> around. yep, we've got a... Uh, long coat and some dark jeans and this last one yeah she's wearing this beautiful lime green gown that's blowing in the wind as they're walking down the road and the guy's just in what looks like jeans and a leather jacket and a white t-shirt so <laughs> whatever whatever's not in the wash yeah it's still very beautiful right <laughs> it's the and i love the colors and the yeah the backgrounds they're They're pretty covers. She did a good job. yeah i started i started my buy it again so that's fun not so much but Makes me very hungry all the time, and it makes me very sad to see all the food at my work. Just want to like grab for it when I go home. Going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, 
I, I can't do diets. I can't do calorie counting. I just have to tell myself to not eat the bad things that I want and try and find a substitute instead. The exciting thing is I just realized today is cheat day. So now I'm like super stoked. It's not so much as like a full blown, like, okay, it's hard to explain. It's not so much as like a full blown, like diet diet where everybody's like, you know, only this many carbs ever. And you know, this and that it's six days a week. You eat super healthy foods, like smaller portions, two to three times a day. Or, I mean, two to, every two to three hours. So, like, for breakfast, like, I've been making, um, I've been making overnight oats. Mm-hmm. Or I, you could do, like, um, like, egg whites and mushrooms with, like, mozzarella cheese. And, like, um, what I did before was, like, a whole wheat toast with sugar-free jelly. And then, like, two hours later, I'd have, like, a 100-calorie pack and, like, a string cheese or something. And then two hours later, I'd have, like, a... Uh, spinach wrap with like tuna fish and like provolone and stuff and even like a little bit of ranch like two hours later like another small snack and then like two hours later like dinner you have like um chicken breast or whatever it's 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 not so bad and then like on the sixth day or on the seventh day you eat whatever you want just again smaller portions every two to three hours like i remember the last time i did this i went all in I ended up losing like 30 pounds in a month. And I think it was because I was I, I was working like two jobs and one of them was cleaning houses. And we couldn't use any like harsh chemicals. So like cleaning tubs. Oh, you really had to scrub. Of, oh, I had it was it was a lot of like squatting and like bouncing. Yeah. And I ended up like the the most i think i lost like the first 11 pounds in like the first three days just because i was like so it was so much <laughs> um but i remember the most i lost in a day was on one of my cheat days and i ended up having like pizza grandma's meatloaf mountain dew like all stuff that's like very not good for you <laughs> but very delicious <laughs> And I lost like three pounds that day because it, like your body's like, oh, you're eating healthy. And then all of a sudden it sees something that's like, what is this? And it like dumps it. <laughs> so like, I mean, if you want like a whole pizza on your cheat day, you can have it. But it's like you have like a slice or two and then two hours later, like another slice or two and then two hours later, another slice. Or two. So it's like your body's like, it forces your metabolism to work more and deal with smaller portions. I mean, it works out. So it's not like so much as like a diet diet per se it's not like one that i would normally you know see everybody promoting they're like drink this shake and <laughs> yeah like no thanks <laughs> uh, should we get into our topic for today yes let's... which this is gonna be a two-part for mother's day so we have badass moms and there we go. <laughs> Just badass moms. Whatever, whatever news stories we find. Um, a lot of mine for today are mothers saving their children from things. Kind of all over the place. Because that's... <laughs> I'd say that's pretty badass. Some of these especially. Yeah, definitely. So do you want to start or should I start? Sure. I've got one. It's been difficult trying to find many but i do have a mom of three who um almost died saving her three kids from a house fire it was it was in washington um in october of 2016 she had woke up finding it really difficult to breathe she realized her house was on fire and engulfed in smoke she uh had three children her she had uh, was able to grab her first two who that were four and two and she grabbed one in each arm and got them safely outside. That's when she realized her eight-year-old was still in their room. And she didn't have any way to get help. And she didn't want to wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just, like, obviously. The only one, she's the only one who knew where her, her child was. And she's like, you know, and the whole house was pretty engulfed at this point. And so she realized that she had no choice. So she went in 
through the living room, she began to crawl, like army crawl, on her stomach to her daughter's room and, and get her out. She dragged her from the room um, to the front door and as like her body was catching on fire, like just Ooh. like burning. Yeah. She had said that when she had grabbed the door, the doorknob, like it, it was like melting her skin. Ah. Yeah, it, it was, yeah, really rough. As she attempted to escape through the front door, she had passed out just feet away from the front entrance. Um, but by, um, by a long shot, a volunteer firefighter was passing by and saw this. And so he rushed in to help just at least pull them from the flames. And she was able to regain consciousness outside. It was her her boyfriend, who was the father to her children, was unaware of what had happened. She had said that she had skin chard melting, hanging off um, from from her and her daughter's arms and hands. Oh shit! Um, but she was able to save all three children and herself. That is amazing. Which is kind of, and she was able to make a full recovery. It's just. It, because of her, like, even her daughter um, was able to uh, escape with less less severe injuries than her. Like, she still made sure that she took the brunt. Her, her the, the, the mom had almost half of her body burned. Wow. Um, and she was on a ventilator to breathe for quite a while. Um, it was, it's, wow. <laughs> like What a badass bitch. Right. <laughs> Right, I, I came across that. Crawl through like, literal oh, fire to rescue yeah. your child, and still make sure that you took the most injuries. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, your other two were just like two, a two, four year old just showing outside, like, "All right, mom, I'll wait here." Yeah. <laughs> My kid would be playing in traffic, <laughs> so probably not the best. <laughs> that is amazing. That's yeah. That's it's just it's wow. That took some serious, like, but I mean, when it comes to your children. Yeah. You're going to yeah. do whatever it takes to try and save them. Right. All right. Well, I've got a story from 1982. We're going oh. back in time. <laughs> okay. 1982 in Lawrenceville, Georgia. Tony Cavallo is in the driveway fixing his 1964 Chevy Impala. As he's under there, the jack collapses. He's knocked unconscious and pinned under the car. So his mom sees him there. And I don't know how she does this. Runs out there and lifts the car off of her son. And okay, 1964 Chevy Impala. Do you know how massive those cars are? So I'll show you this picture. Of this boat. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The cars back then were no joke. Those were friggin' And heavy. those were like pure metal. It's not like the plastic. Yeah, those are solid. Those today. are like 3,500 pounds of a car. So she's lifting it off of her kid. <laughs> Meanwhile, Luna's story says, I was kicking him saying, get out, get out. <laughs> because <laughs> she can't pull him out she's lifting the car up so she's kicking him trying to wake him up and get him out of there so this um other boy was there so she sends him to try and get help johnny johnny edwards who was 11 was visiting his grandparents next door so he runs to get people meanwhile the whole time she's trying to hold the car up on her own <laughs> So finally, people get there, are able to pull him out. It's a miracle. <laughs> she was able yeah. to do that. And he survived. And she said the whole time, as she's holding the car up, she's, you know, praying <laughs> for, I for hear, her like, to be adrenaline. able to keep doing it, for people to get there in time as she's, you know, waiting for neighbors to come and help. It's... <laughs> That's incredible, this adrenaline rush that right. she got. And this this woman uh in her fifties. She's the oh. grandmother. <laughs> uh I mean, I could barely lift the mattress when we need to flip <laughs> it over. No kidding. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, her son was a high school junior at the time. My gosh. 
it's so crazy what adrenaline can do to your body because you just think like a 50 year old lifting a car off her kid is just insane right and not just any car she lifted a boat essentially right because yeah. yeah those were no joke that's just crazy right so this next one i have is where did this happen in zimbabwe so this three-year-old is being dragged by a crocodile to the water's edge so this mother morina musizania i'm probably butchering that name but she's 30 she sees it happen she jumps on the crocodile and using this method that she was told by the elders in her village puts her fingers up the crocodile's nose (laughs) which then causes it to choke so then she uses her other hand to free her son's head from the crocodile's mouth because not only did it grab her kid it's apparently got it by the head so she's able to then free her son but that hand then of course she's got and the crocodile's mouth bites her on the hand so (laughs) so the the boy uh suffered injuries obviously to his face um and head uh, later makes a full recovery and she's <laughs> she's able to save her kid from a crocodile by sticking her fingers up its nose like as <laughs> a badass woman hops on a crocodile to save her kid just wow There's one here from 2012, when a mother saves her daughter from a shark attack in Florida. They were um, paddling on their surfboards off of the new, I'm going to butcher this, but Smyrna Beach, when a shark uh, pulled her her teen daughter underwater twice. Um, She ended up getting her daughter onto her board. She had said it was like a scene out of Jaws, where the girl's getting sucked under. And she just thought, there's no way this thing's going to kill my daughter. So she grabbed her shoulders and pulled and threw her on the board. The, the shark kept circling them until two surfers nearby had heard them screaming and helped get them ashore. So basically, the mom, mom yanked her out of the water, pulled through her on the board, and just made a whole lot of noise, which is really kind of... Like, what would, like, in that type of situation, it would be hard to even think. Yeah. I mean, I'm afraid of sharks, and I've never been in the ocean, so. Right. (laughs) I can't imagine. It's just, wow. Well, I guess, keeping to the theme of mothers saving children from wild animals, in India, uh, I'm trying to think what year this is, 2012, she sees her seven-year-old. So they're working at a farm. Uh, she sees her seven-year-old being grabbed by a leopard. <laughs> so she she shouts for help, chases the animal with a sickle, <laughs> and is able to get anybody else close by to also run after. So they manage to somehow scare the leopard enough so it finally drops the kid. <laughs> takes it to the hospital and, and I can't imagine wow. seeing your kid being dragged away by a leopard and you just yeah. grab that sickle <laughs> like I'm coming for you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> not today Satan <laughs> right oh, there was some excitement in the background um, there's this one um, a woman from Utah did the one thing her son did not want her to do and checked his Facebook (laughs) and um, found out that there were two teens who were on there threatening to shoot and kill him. So she ended up contacting the police and they were, sorry, I just totally lost my whole train of thought. 
<laughs> I had pop-ups and I'm like, lovely. Um, she ended up contacting authorities and um, they were like, they were very specific threats um, that they were going to his school and going to do it. So the police showed up outside his school and that's where, and the, the two, the two teens were there. I guess they don't um, attend school. And so the police believed it to be like gang related. Um, but they were outside the school and they did in fact have guns on them. Wow. Um, so they were apprehended and her son's life was saved because she decided to look at his Facebook page when he said, stay away. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, the moral of the story is always, yeah, pay attention. Wow. Which is, yeah. That'd be horrifying for your kid to not tell you something's going on and then check it anyway. Yeah, and finding something like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, but she did the right thing and now he's alive because of it. Yeah. And who knows how many other kids do, maybe, if it didn't stop with him. Right. So this one's a little sad. Uh, actually, it's a lot sad. It's very sad. <laughs> so uh, October of 2020, so just this past year, um, Lillian Esperanza Castro, their apartment building caught fire. Uh, she was with... Her three children and her husband. Apartment complex catches fire. The dad is able to get the two-year-old daughter out. Um, they couldn't escape through the hallway because it was too engulfed in flames to be able to get out that way. So the other option he had was to go out the window. They're on the third floor. So he helps his daughter out and then he jumps out himself. <clears throat> Meanwhile... Lillian is getting their two sons, 14 and 8, out by... She, she threw them out the window, essentially, down to her husband. So they get out okay, and unfortunately, she's unable to get out herself. Firefighters were attempting to put out the fire, search the building. Um, total of 13 people were evacuated by paramedics. And the fire took place on October 29th, um, just after 11.45 p.m. Um, then unfortunately, um, they got her out to the hospital, but she died on October 30th. Mm. And the really sad thing about this too, as they were looking at the, the structure fire to see what caused it, they determined that it was arson. Oh, wow. Yeah. So as of the time that I found this story, it doesn't look like there have been any updates on if they caught the person or not, because the surveillance footage they have, the guy's got, you know, full hoodie, everything on his hoods up. He's also wearing a face mask. It's mm -hmm. COVID. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta wear that face mask and hide your face from, uh, you know, arson charges. Right. So there was a GoFundMe page um, for the family. They were they had a goal of ten thousand dollars, and it's at eleven thousand four hundred and thirty. And the last donation for that was about three months ago. Oh wow, that's rough. Yeah, how shitty to find out that somebody set your apartment building on fire. Like why? Right. And then it's, I mean, it's amazing that everybody got out that was able to get out. But, I mean, unfortunate for those that couldn't. But, I mean, man, <laughs> good for yeah. her. She she yeeted her kids out the window to get them to safety. Get out of here. Right. And one of them being, you know, was it 14? So you're getting your teenager and your eight-year-old. Mm. Yeah, he's 14, 14 and eight throwing them safely down and then unable to get out yourself. Oof. I mean, terrible. as the, the husband probably felt. Yeah. Bad about that. Like why, why was I able to get out and she wasn't, but at the same time, if that was me, 
just knowing I got my kid out safely. Right. Yeah, you'd have some peace with that. Sure, relief. Like, yeah. I got my, I got my kids to safety. They're going to live, even though I had to give up my life to make that happen. Like that's, that's amazing. Right. Wow. There's this one, um, from Lawrence, Massachusetts. A 22 year old mother had been living in a, a shelter with her twin daughters, and then they had recently moved into their apartment. Uh, just before the incident to start a new life. I mean, the girls had started daycare and they had just moved in, so it, it all seemed to be going well. And then her she had her daughters buckled in the back seat when um, her Honda Accord started rolling, which is crazy Oof. because it wasn't in gear or anything. Yeah. Oof. It started rolling. And her neighbor, you know, ran to help her. But what she decided to do... <laughs> yeah. Smart thinking, but whoa. Throw herself down on the ground behind the vehicle <laughs> and use herself as a speed oh bump gosh. to stop the car. Wow. Yes. Yeah. The the neighbor was able to help and uh, get her daughters out of the car. Well, she made herself a speed bump. Uh, firefighters responded to the apartment and then they were able to stabilize the car with wooden blocks. They used an airbag to lift the car off of her. And she was eventually airlifted to a Boston hospital. It's just, it was definitely, you know, something that, nothing that she had done wrong. You know, buckling her kids in. Her, she didn't leave her car in drive or neutral or anything. It was, she had done everything correctly. It was just some freak accident wow. where it just started rolling, so... And then she said, um, I don't consider myself a hero. I'm just a mother. That's amazing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's amazing <laughs> and super humble. Yeah. Okay. My next one. In Florida, uh, this mom is shopping with her daughter at noon at a Dollar General when Craig Bonello tries to grab her 13-year-old daughter. So there's surveillance video. It shows she chases him and is able to grab a hold of her daughter's other arm. So they're basically playing tug of war <laughs> with her daughter. And this guy is fucking creepy looking. Like, if I, if I can lift the <laughs> laptop up so I can show you what this dude looks like. He looks... Oh, I'll we'll do it. Oh, there wow. Yeah. yeah, he looks like a total creeper. Yikes. I would not be letting him get <laughs> near me if I was out by myself and saw him. The Sergeant Craig Gallahan says, in my 10 years on the road, I have never seen anything like this. He truly intended to abduct this child right in front of everyone in the store. So, you know, this is daytime. Mm. There's people around. Public. <laughs> Obviously cameras. And this guy just tries to grab this girl and drag her out of the store. So after basically playing tug of war with the girl in the middle, uh, Bonello finally gives up. Let's go with the girl. Runs out of the store just as a deputy arrives. So the store manager yells to the deputy, what's happening? The officer then pulls his patrol car in front of Manolo's vehicle as he's trying to drive off. So, <laughs> like, insane that that would happen anyway in a public space. You know, usually you think of somebody right. trying to grab a kid. They do it, you know, <laughs> when there's not a big crowd. <laughs> Maybe one person. But I'm just thinking of the, the other people in the store. And, you know, you think more people would try and stop him or try and help. But, yeah, it's just kind of insane. And yeah. the, the captain of the police there said that the deputy was a hero because if it wasn't for him, the guy would have gotten away um, if he hadn't, you know, run out and blocked his vehicle and, and arrested him. So I don't think enough credit <laughs> in that story is going to the mom. For being like, 
this right. needs to be the last episode where you, you went, oh, hell no. <laughs> Actually, you have to right. do that noise because I can't do that right. Yeah. Oh, hell that no. That would have been her response. You're not taking my daughter anywhere. <laughs> you sick fuck. Get back here. <laughs> right. Mean, right. She wasn't obviously gonna let that happen. Not knowing if he had a weapon or anything on him or what he was going to do to her. She just, you know, runs up there. <laughs> you're not you're not taking my kid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, then there's this one. This is a bit of um, a sad, a downer one. Um, this British mom, two months into her pregnancy, found out that she had had cancer. Worried more about her child than her. She refused the chemotherapy. Um, and the medication that they were recommending to her instead of opting for like intense radiotherapy because um, that wouldn't be toxic for the baby. Uh, six months in, uh, the doctors were able to perform an emergency C-section, delivering the healthy baby girl. But unfortunately, just hours later, uh, the mom had passed away. Oh. So yeah. That's sad. Sad. She had made sure to do whatever she could to make sure that her ba baby made it out healthy that's amazing then, yeah nothing very, like putting pressure on that kid uh, though <laughs> you live oh right because your mom True. died so you could exist so don't screw up <laughs> right that, just, <laughs> I would have such that a would give me a complex for real <sighs> i yeah i could definitely understand that complex well this one uh, this one would be a downer too, and I don't know that I want to do that many downers in a row. <laughs> I have one that is kind of in the middle to help that one out. In 2014, there was a, or um, in 2013, there was a terrorist attack on a mall in Kenya where more than 65 people were killed. But there was this photographer who ended up winning a Pulitzer Prize for a photo that he took of this woman and her kids. Which, let me pull that up for you so you can see. Oh, wow. Um, right here. Where, yeah, she had protected them by laying down for more than, and keeping them still for five hours. Which, I mean, for two small children like that, it's very difficult as it is. That's, that's how she kept them alive. Um, laying still for five hours. Music was playing in the mall speakers. So the mom just kept her kids calm by that's singing amazing. to them throughout the attack. Yeah, that's just wow. I can see why yeah, that, that picture is more Pulitzer. I have to have you send me that and then I can put it with our. Yeah. I don't know if you'd call them show okay. notes or, or what. Yeah. I'll have to show you this one at some point too. But this in Delhi, this mom takes on kidnappers to get her four year old child back. And, and there's <laughs> surveillance video of it. Which is amazing. So these two men on motorcycles who were sent by her brother-in-law to abduct the child to extort money from her father. This is very, this is very convoluted. So um, yeah. So essentially, they grab the kid, and then you see on this surveillance video, she runs out there, basically like tackles them grabs her child there's some other people around so then the the guys on the motorcycle try and take off and there's another person down the alleyway that as this motorcycle's trying to come by shove the guy off the motorcycle <laughs> grab him and then this other guy you know is trying to run off and then they try and go after him so it's pretty crazy <laughs> Like another wow. one of those stories that was, you know, not today. But that was my last. That was my last. Yeah. Today. Okay. And then I will have one more then. And this is in a small Quebec uh, village. Uh, this woman's son and two nephews were playing outside when a polar bear got really close, dangerously close to the kids. Um, she was petite, but she was able to distract the bear. <laughs> I wonder how she just distracted it. She like, I am also tasty and I have more meat. I am bigger. Which, uh, yeah. Have some of this snack. 
<laughs> right. They were able to run away, and she was able to face it one on one. The bear, yeah, right. The bear struck her down, but she kicked and yelled until a neighbor with a rifle heard it all and took a shot at the animal. So, in the end, her and the kids are good. But it was like, <laughs> ma'am. Just took on a yeah. fully grown polar bear. These aren't the that is some Coca-Cola bears that we see around Christmas time. No, these Most ones definitely are not. Hungry, hungry bears. Right, very much that. He saw his chance, and that polar bear went for it. You know. Right. Oh my goodness! All right, so. Okay. <laughs> I was going to have you pick, but I found a question that I kind of want to know the answer to. Question of the day. Okay. In what situations do you wish you could throw down a smoke bomb and disappear? <laughs> I'm an introvert. Hmm. All the time. Yeah. Um, quite a lot, quite frankly. I would say probably any time I have a weird situation with a customer whether it be creepy or just Karen-y because <laughs> had a few of those yeah. um and i just want to throw it down and just disappear as they exist in retail i'm sure you see plenty of karens that would be oh my gosh yes i had one like try to fight me <laughs> one day <laughs> i have I, uh, not everybody uses it, but because of my son's, um, high risk, I, you, I wear gloves and I'll wear like along with my mask and I'll wear, uh, I'll use the, this big shield that yeah. we can set up on the counters. Nobody else uses the shields. They always take it down, but I'll use it. And she'd gotten so close to the shield. This was like, this was in 2020, you know, when we were real big into the pandemic too um she got real close to that thing and was just like screaming at me and i'm just like there are people behind her like just looking around like is this really happening all because i can't even remember what it was and it was something stupid too like something that she wasn't getting her way and i was just like had to be like ma'am you need to leave and i had i had another incident where it was like i'm there's this guy that comes in and always wants to just attack me for no reason like i'll i'll be super friendly and then he's just rude and cusses me out for no it's reason. probably because you're super friendly and he's cranky the last time he came in he came in with um his his son i guess and his son was purchasing stuff before him it was a young boy and so i checked out the boy and i said you have a nice night and that was very nice and then he was like, what did you say? And I didn't know. I thought, I was like, nothing. Because I thought he thought I said something to him. So I'm like, nothing. And he's like, oh, sure. He's like, saying something. He's like, I thought you said something to my son. And I was like, I told him to have a nice night, sir. And then he's sitting there cussing me out. I'm like, you can leave. You don't have to come back. Bye. Like, I've had it with him before. Like, he just came in and so just weird. just started cussing me out one day. And I told him, and he was, and he was getting louder and louder and more aggressive. And I told him, I said, you're getting aggressive and you need to leave. He's, how am I being yeah. aggressive? As he was like gesturing and like getting really loud and like closer. And I'm like, that's how you're being aggressive. You can, you need to leave. You need to leave my store. Why do I need to leave? I was like, because of the way you're acting, you need to leave. And he's like, fuck you. And I was like, okay, have a nice night, sir. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> <laughs> when I want to say something really bad, I'm just like biggest like ridiculous spot. Like, have a nice night, sir. It's like, oh, it's bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, have a nice night, sir. Fuck you. <laughs> you too, sir. Nice night. And he walks out. The people behind him were like, yeah. Like, and, and don't come back. What else can he really do in that situation? It's just, they, I mean, it's really, there's, there's nothing. Like, there's just people that come in and want to, like, just attack yeah, you for hell. no reason. I, I've literally been nothing but 
courteous and been like, here you go. Anything else I can for get for you? You know, okay, here's your, you have a great night. Enjoy your evening. Be safe out there. <laughs> I'm a bitch. <laughs> Mine, I think, because I, I said I'm a pretty big introvert. So, uh, I want to throw down a smoke bomb if I'm in a group and I say something awkward. <laughs> And then I just kind of want to, you know, Batman my way yes. out of there where all of a sudden there's a smoke bomb and where'd you go? And I just disappear. That'd be nice if with the smoke bomb, it also had maybe had some like uh, something in it to make you forget the last 10 seconds, maybe. The Like the men in black where they just like yeah, erase. Yeah, the neuralizer. Like, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of your memory. What I said. Yeah, just yeah, what I said a slight 10 second neuralizer. So, uh, go back in the conversation and then they'll just be like was Laura here I swear I saw her I don't know maybe we didn't you see her saw me. it didn't happen I didn't make that nerd reference I'm just doing the wiping <laughs> hand motion you didn't see this <laughs> pretend I said something cool <laughs> I'll just walk away yeah pretend I said Wonderful. something really smart and witty <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just smoke bomb my way out of there. <laughs> kind of like the, the scene oh, in goodness. Justice League where they're all talking to uh, Commissioner Gordon <laughs> and all of them disappear except the Flash is still standing there. Like, well, that was rude. And then he disappears. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I haven't watched any of the newer like hero stuff. I'm still stuck on like I guess earlier 2000s but I just I get so like worried that it's gonna be too much like okay this is unpopular opinion very unpopular opinion I find what what Jenna, Jenna Marbles has said in the past to be true there are some people with a too much gene yes Mariah Carey lover great singer too much gene sometimes. Christina Aguilera, too much gene. Demi Lovato, too much gene. To where when they sing, it's just always like, sometimes they're not just words, it's just, uh, and I'm like, okay. Get to oh, the, Christina this. Aguilera, especially. Yes, yes, especially sometimes, her. Sometimes, like, is that, is that much up and down and everything necessary to the song? And it's not. Necessary. It's not. Especially when people do that with it's an just too though. much. Um, I get really annoyed. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, have your take on it. But at the same time, we don't need to extend the song yeah. one or two minutes right. past what the usual tempo would be because you're spending so much time trying to get fancy with it. Do you know what, though? I, I don't know why right. I'm mentioning That's <laughs> this like popped into my head right now. Uh, when Whitney Houston sang the national anthem for the Super Bowl, <laughs> that was that was the best one. Oh yeah. Um, did you ever see? Oh, gosh, this is get, getting me off topic. So I don't remember where I was going with that. But the oh, why am I blanking on her name? She was the the lead singer for the Black Eyed Peas. Fergie. Thank you, Fergie Ferg. I don't know why I blanked on her, but did you see her at the basketball game? Uh uh. Singing, I think it was the net. Oh. Was it bad? I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. She like turned it into a jazz kind of song and it was very, um, oh, it was lovely. <laughs> My stomach just growled and I saw it on the recording where I could see where the noise <laughs> Yeah, mine did that earlier today. <laughs> it happened earlier in the recording and I was like, mm, I hope that sounds like my stomach. Yeah. Well, you were you were talking about the too much gene, and then I kind of cut you off there, so my apologies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You're <laughs> fine. I just couldn't remember where I was going with the too much gene. Yeah, I forgot. That's all good. <laughs> couldn't have been that serious. I am gonna be 34 years old. I am a mom. I forget things from time to time, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's mine all the time. As long as I don't forget myself or my kid, yeah. we're good. I have to make lists. <laughs> for myself all the time which is why I have this whiteboard yes. right by my desk because if I'm in a meeting or I'm talking to somebody and I'm trying to think about 
oh, I need to do this thing, or they mentioned this, I have to write it down, or I won't remember. And it, it's my, my work calendar is so handy, because I just set reminders for everything. If I'm supposed to be working on a certain thing at a certain time of the day, I put it in my calendar, and I set a notification, and then when that pops up, then I go, oh, okay, I'm doing this now. Which, thank you for reminding me, because that made me think, I, I write grocery lists, and my mom and I share it. So, like, if she needs something, she'll add something to the list. But I make grocery lists because I forget. I will go to the store for one thing, come back with 50 things, and not that one thing I went for. I'll so do the same thing, to, yes. So that reminded me I needed to get my son chocolate milk. So thank you for that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Lists. And I'm like, chocolate milk needs to go on the list. Like, that's where my brain went. Oh, I should have that because I have a... Um... A calendar, it's one of those whiteboard things. You can also have a section on the bottom to write whatever. So the, on the bottom is where I put my shopping list. So if I find something around the house, I'll add it to the list. But then I also then have to put it on my phone. Because the phone is what I use when I go shopping to check things off. So I'm not using paper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, we use the... Oh, I can't even really be seen well, probably. Oh, that can be seen a little well. Use the Notes app. And that's how I do it. I go into the Notes app. And then they have an option where you can do um, the, the little checkmark uh, bubbles. Yeah. So you just do those next to it. And then as I pick up something, I just hit the checkmark bubble. And so it just marks it off. So I'm like, okay. Try to remember. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. I use Google Keep where you can make mm. lists and things on. Um, the problem I have with that app is it used to be great, but now I open it and it spazzes out where it just made mm. duplicates upon duplicates of the list that I had there. So I open it and it's constantly shifting up and down and moving around. So I'm trying to click the correct thing to open my shopping list. It's too busy being jumbled and moving all over the place. So my app is glitchy. I probably should, <laughs> if I deleted it and re-upload if that would work hmm. that's possibly i had to do that with my tv app because i have a i have a fancy not really it's a smaller tv <laughs> it wasn't that much this is like the but office have, episode a... where michael is talking about look at my flat screen and it's like a 13 inch <laughs> yeah Apple. it's a smaller one because <laughs> the last tv i had in my living room my son decided to take one of his hard toys and throw it oh no yeah, the entire, like, left corner, like, left bottom corner kind of spidered. Oh, no. And so, like, and then so it traveled upward on the left part of the screen. And it was getting annoying. Like, you could still see the TV, but then there was, like, that. Yeah, all right in the corner. And oh, so I ended up finding, like, a Roku TV that was actually a little bigger um, than that. And so I can use the Roku app. Because he loses my controller. We have not seen our controller in like three days. Oh no. But I have the Roku app where I can just connect it to my TV and use that as the remote. Because. Nice. That's handy. Because if he doesn't have his. Yeah, if he doesn't have his shows, he'll be upset. But then you lose my remote, kid. Yeah. So. Well, um, as soon as we get. Because I, th I think I told you we were going to do the Starlink thing like elon musk's satellite mm. internet company thing well i think it's broadband but the you know it uses satellites or whatever um so hopefully that gets here soon because the plan for that is once we have good internet that will run faster than three meg or whatever i have right now <laughs> um right yeah once we have that the plan is to get rid of satellite because then we can stream uh, mm -hmm. So all the shows that Liam likes to watch, then <laughs> we won't have. Right. We won't have access to them all. So, but I mean, we have like every streaming service. It seems like HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, um, Disney. Disney Plus. So, yeah, we're paying for satellite plus all the streaming services because. Whenever I try, I canceled Netflix, or I tried to cancel Netflix for a while. Then all of a sudden, 
I see that I'm billed for it again. I'm like, what the hell? I said, Nathan, did you restart Netflix? Yeah, there was something on there I wanted to watch. I said, well, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I canceled that for Please a reason. He may have watched one thing and we never watched Netflix. We just completely stopped. And I'm like, why are we paying for these things that we don't use? I don't understand why you needed Netflix back to then not watch Netflix. I should just cancel it again. They do have some good things on Netflix, though. I should cancel and see if he notices. I I mean, just I don't watch stuff anymore. Not like I used to. Right. Very true. I, I like Hulu because the day after SNL... Uh, airs they have the episodes up yeah the next day i like hulu and i don't do cable or anything oh, so yeah i like hulu because um the librarians <laughs> on there. yeah i don't do i don't do cable or satellite or anything like that so i just do streaming services so we have like netflix hulu noggin uh disney Rizzoli and Isles is also on Hulu, oh, which is a good show. I've heard of that. But um, I usually, I basically, for Hulu, my mom watches a lot of Special Victims Unit. She's been re-watching the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will watch um, just the episodes of Saturday Night Live, which is nice. Um, and then from time to time, I'll watch things like um, The Masked Singer. Or the mass dancer, or like Family Feud, because <laughs> really is great. Um, but yeah, I haven't. To be honest, I really haven't watched Netflix in a while, and now you got to be like, we're paying for this, and we have not been watching. That. Yeah, I mean, people keep talking about Bridgerton, and Schitt's Creek is on there. I should try watching Schitt's Creek. I've heard a lot about it. It's pretty funny. Um, but for a while, Nathan was going through this phase where he'd watch. I mean, I'd get in bed at night to go to sleep, and he was watching three episodes minimum a night, and I just kind of got sick of it. Uh-huh. Once every night, over and over and over and over again. I mean, I can take yeah. one, maybe two, but then when I'm in bed, I'm trying to go to sleep usually. Right. Where I was at the time. Now it seems like I just stay up late and read, but I mean, there are a lot of shows on here like Netflix originals that I think would be good. Um, what's this? Oh, we watched the American Murder, the Family Next Door, um, documentary mm. that's on here oh, about God, Shane yeah. and Watts. <sighs> yeah, there, there's a lot of. Uh, and see, the thing is, is that they they left out a lot. Yeah. If you really, and and I mean this, if you really want to see more, there's um this YouTuber I watch, um Bailey Sarian, um. She did an episode on it, and she she does a lot of research, and I don't know why they left so much out of the documentary, but Bailey didn't, <laughs> and she went more in depth because they left a lot out about the girlfriend. Mm. Like she was, I don't think she was as innocent as um, they portrayed, yeah. especially from when you look up more information that like Bailey had, and you're like, okay, bro, like yeah. They they left a lot. Yeah, Netflix kind of skipped over her a little bit, other than to say he had a girlfriend, and I think she tried to play it off as maybe she didn't know no that he was married, but there's proof that she didn't know, and that's what they said. They were, that's why they skipped over her. They were like, oh no, she she didn't know that he was married. That's what she said, and then okay, this subject, but. No, there were, like, messages and stuff that were kind of like, no, she knew. Uh, yeah. She had to have known. Yeah. I I mean, I kind of thought that just from watching it that maybe she knew more than she said she did. Mm-hmm. Um, at least with him being married. Because some of the stuff he did, I thought that if I was dating him and say I didn't know, I would think that's pretty shady. Um, so, Yeah. My opinion as I was watching it was, I think she probably knew more than 
she's putting out there because she doesn't want to look bad in this documentary for banging a married guy. How badass was her friend, though? Shannon's friend? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, she was that like... That was amazing. The next day, when she didn't feel good, something is wrong. I know something's going on. <laughs> I'm calling the police. Like, I'm trying to get in the house. Let me in your home. What's the code? Yeah. And then the parents are, like, telling telling the police the code, and they're like, police is like, I need somebody who actually resides here to let me in. <laughs> Just, like, going and look for my daughter. <laughs> And the friend's like, you heard her mother. Yeah. <laughs> her friend was like so hardcore. Yeah. I love that. That's how I She was hope... just looking at him like the whole time like, yeah. I know you're lying. That's how I hope I would like... be if I noticed something suspicious going on. And be like, you're not going right. to tell me no. If I'm wrong, I will tell you I'm sorry. But I like... want to check on my friend. Correct. Wow. Her friend was awesome though. Her friend was the was the real one the real mvp of that for yeah me. I, that and the neighbor who was recording yeah when he invites the cop in to look at his security footage and you can tell that chris was like oh shit well if in on youtube they actually have the body cam footage of that day oh really i watched that before the documentary a lot of it and it's very like more so than what the documentary shows, <laughs> even. Um, he was very sketchy, and it was like, he walks in the bedroom, oh, look, this is her ring. I don't know why it's here. And very like, yeah. bruh. The cop's like, no. The friend, <laughs> friend's just like. Yeah. And do you know what <laughs> extra him. pissed me off about this? It was like, you... <laughs> This <laughs> morbid thought is if you're gonna say your wife ran off why are you leaving her purse why is her car still there you obviously didn't think this out at all and second like how horrible of a person do you have to be to kill your children too he wanted to start fresh what the fuck dude and he so he and this part too just by you know reading about people who kill and why they do certain things he buries his wife which kind of take you know that's effort <laughs> that and typically we think of burial as um respect yeah it's like a res respect thing and he tosses his children into like and a those, fucking those water underground thing I think it was, there was like those water. I think it was for oil, or like one of the big underground oil, oil. drops. Yeah, yeah. Like you, instead of burying like your that. children and feeling some remorse, you toss them into this basically a fucking pit where nobody's gonna find their body in there. And there's reason to believe that they were alive when the mother was not. Yeah. Like the the documentary. And that he drove them to the place, killed them, and then yeah. And killing the one daughter and then the other one knowing what's going to happen. This makes me sick. Garbage. And that's what makes me hope that he burns in the fire pits of hell. <laughs> facts. Like. Straight facts. Let some demon have their way with the pile of garbage. And well, it's funny because. I've been watching this show a lot. It's on YouTube. You can watch the full episodes. It's um, The Haunting of... I don't know if it's... I think it's LMN. I may find the channel. Um, yeah, LMN. So it's The Haunting of, and this psychic medium talks to all these celebrities about their ghost experiences, and so she'll mm -hmm. be in places where she'll talk about, oh... This is what happened to this person going to the light and even telling somebody that, you know, oh, they killed somebody. Go into the light and be happy. Like, no, he killed someone. I want there to be consequences before he gets to go. <laughs> to right. At least have like a, you know, you're going in. You're going to be tortured for a while first, but then... <laughs> Maybe you can... Don't go into the light. Go into the fire. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene in uh, Ghost <laughs> when the guy's killed and just dragged down because <laughs> you were such a terrible person. Like, I want there to be 
some kind of retribution at the end. Right. right. And then peace. I mean, I don't want all eternity. <laughs> just for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. Like, eternity. <laughs> Rapists, murderers. Yeah. Those, those kind of people. Especially the people yeah. that kill their children. Yeah. They're just be a special place and then it sounds like somebody wants to play so i should probably jump off now it's <laughs> probably a good idea <laughs> yeah we got off topic there in the end uh thank yes. you everyone for listening and sticking with us we hope you have a great week yes thank you have a good one bye bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work, and the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love, and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.